straight out of the timeline and right into your ears. I'm Bell. I'm Kyle. And I'm Hulk Hogan, brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and this is Legends TV Talk. Uh, it also happens to be WrestleMania Sunday as we record yeah. this. Yeah. So just yeah. <laughs> there, there may be there may be random wrestling uh, uh, quotes. Well, this and, was a wrestling uh, episode. That's where that this was. From. And, so it, and it it's a wrestling sense. episode. So it's, it's so it's, it's so it's very very interesting here how oh, these uh, okay, how these things kind of uh, uh, fell across here. So yeah. So wrestling quotes, uh, WrestleMania updates, all sorts of crazy things today. If you see Kyle make like weird faces, it's because he's watching WrestleMania as we talk about a wrestling <laughs> episode on Legends TV Talk. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, really interesting. Anyway, uh, how are you gentlemen doing? It's uh, we're we're back. We're live again. We're we're, we're, live, we're live on our regular new time Sunday. Slot. Yeah, yeah. This uh, is our new slot. time slot. Well, we're Supergirl, it's, basically. Time day. Time yeah. day. Yeah, <laughs> we're Supergirl. So instead of watching Supergirl, you should watch us. Yes, or you can do both, and then you can well, listen Supergirl's to Supergirl TV today. talk and figure out what happened. Because really, this is also true. Yes, yeah. part of the uh, TV talk family. Yes, TV talk TV talk tvtalk.fm that's what i was looking for i was like what is it what is it what is it i should know this <laughs> uh, uh see here's yes, the thing anyway. with this whole sunday thing though man it's like i record my other podcast on monday so it's like now back to back so like my fiance is kind of like really you gotta go two nights in a row now i'm like yeah shut up kyle will get another yeah. job at some point leave him alone <laughs> yeah. i well atomic I kingdom do... uh some days does it on sunday so, but we're doing it tomorrow. So I'm in the same boat as you now, Will. Yeah. Yeah. So that means you won't watch my podcast either. You don't even subscribe. You sub- <laughs> I am at I subscribe work to still. Comic Geekdom, man. I'm a member. I'm not a member. I'm, I'm not Patreoning your ass. But I mean, <laughs> I, am, I am there, man. You don't have a Patreon. <laughs> I know you don't. I, I used to be a Patreon of Flash TV Talk, but then, you know, oh. yes, I had to back Ooh. away from that. So How dare you? Well, I'm, I'm still, wait- you. I'm I had to still buy a waiting for you know, my print from uh, Flash TV Talk. That's that's weird. i got to talk to Bo about that. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that didn't. I got mine. <laughs> but then again, I drew it. When are, we doing, when are we doing a Patreon? We should start a Patreon, man. I want some I, bonuses. Let's see if we can do a Patreon. I don't, I don't think we can do a Patreon. What do we got, we like seven like, listeners? All of them in Oshkosh, Wisconsin? <laughs> I uh let's see here uh that is the that is the weirdest one to pull out is that where you live now no oh. <laughs> that's like four hours away no three seriously no every time i've ever oh the, like pulling back the curtain if any of my plane stalkers people are listening any like letter anytime i've ever been on a podcast where i just needed content so i kind of made up a letter it was always elizabeth from oshkosh wisconsin where i put the h yeah. in and, <laughs> like it's just the thing i've always done from radio shows i've done to other podcasts back when i did action stations for galactica it was always like this is oh this is a, another email from Elizabeth from Oshkosh, Wisconsin who writes you know and I would totally make up something stupid, so <laughs> that's where Oshkosh, <laughs> Wisconsin came from. <laughs> that's that's pretty amazing. yeah. But if you're a plate stalker listener, when she writes in there, it's real. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not that I'm shilling my own show, but you know, plane stalkers podcast. <laughs> tell your friends. All right, moving on. <laughs> yes. So uh, yeah. So wrestling episode, wrestling stuff. There's gonna be a lot of wrestling. Oh yeah, bro. Uh, but <laughs> I think it's time for a. Wait, no. What did? History. Uh, 
It's time for the cream to rise to the crop. I can't do a Macho Man voice, but anyway, I think it's time oh, for yeah, a history lesson. Brother. The cream, <laughs> <laughs> Gino, but it's gonna have to rise. It's gonna rise. I should. Oh, you know what? You gotta snap into a Slim Jim. No. <laughs> I should have. Oh, I should have. Yeah. I should have got Slim Jims. I should have gotten a bunch of little creamers. Oh yeah. And like you know, all like throughout the episode, just like pull creamers out and be like the cream. And like because that's, that's on that interview, it's he pulls like fifteen. You could just do a Ric Flair things. woo every once in a while. Hey, speaking of Hulk Hogan, he's on right now. You're kidding me. Is he really? Is he yeah. still alive? I thought his he's wife took him to the cleaners and literally killed him. No. <laughs> Boy, that He'll show. Anyway, we should do a Hulk, uh, Hogan Knows Best TV talk. That show was hysterical. What about Tropic Thunder? Oh, I Not love Tropic oh, No, Tropic, love Tropic uh, Thunder. No, somebody oh, in Par- Thunder in Paradise. Thunder in Paradise. Thunder in Paradise. Yes. I have yes. no idea who you're talking about. I'm a new. Hogan had a show. Oh, Hogan had a television so good. show. Oh, wait. Wasn't okay, that the one imagine, with like, his family? Imagine like uh, 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 basically like the A Team, yes, mixed with Knight Rider, but with a boat instead of a car, and and in, nope, in a paradise location. That. I yeah. do remember that show. Yes, and it was amazing. What about what's the, what was the movie where he was like Suburban Commando or something? Suburban Commando, also a great. Was film. it? He, and he was also on um, a like, nanny. The Three Ninjas, like the third movie or second. He was movie? also in Gremlins too. He was best though. I'm sorry. He will, the best Hulk Hogan outside of wrestling I ever saw was Thunder Lips and Rocky Three. <laughs> oh, that's right. Rocky Three. He was the wrestler Thunder Lips. And that, that's the one where he fought Mr. T, right? No, yeah, the movie where he fought Mr. T. But yeah, that's how Hogan and T met for Ro- WrestleMania Two. Was on Rocky Three. That's how Mr. T wow. was a wrestler for like seven minutes. Like, yeah, see, yeah. WWF, like. 80s WWF, man, I was in all the way until the Degeneration X era where I was kind of like, this is now just dumb. Like, and Who I just got out. inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame? Who did, Hulk? The Degeneration X. Did they? Yeah, I guess I can. I, listen, they changed wrestling. I get it. Yeah. And you know what? I came back in the late 90s with The Rock and Stone Cold and all that. But, I mean, I really checked out for about eight years there because I went to college, became smarter, discovered girls. I really realized that, you know, that was what Ouch. I wanted to do with my life. So... <laughs> Well, that was my history lesson. <laughs> yes. Now it's time for the, the show history lesson. Yes. Let's do that. And now, gentle listener, it is time for a history lesson on Legends TV Talk. Alrighty, season four, episode nine, Lucha de Apuestas. I probably pronounced that wrong. No, My you did apologies. It you did all right. Okay. I'm, I'm impressed. Anyway. Yeah. It sounds, it <laughs> this, sounds right. Yeah, yeah. This one was directed by Andrew Cache, and it was written by Kito Shimizu and Tyrone B. Cart. Tyron. Yeah. Cart. Tyron. Tyron B. Cart. Yes. Kyle. <laughs> Watch Tells What Happens episode. Gladly. <laughs> Get ready, guys. Mona is framed for Konani's escape and is fired from the Time Bureau. Oh, no. She evades a mind-wiping, meets Konani, sends him back in time before being captured by the Legends. Nate and Zari look into the footage of Konani's escape and find it had been altered by Hank. They recover the original footage from Hank's phone and confirm Mona's story about the men in black. Quote, quote. Nate confronts his dad, pretending to be on his side, where and wanting to help. Meanwhile, the rest of the legends find Konane in 1961 Mexico City working as a masked professional wrestler named El Lobo. The Wolf. Having taken... Sorry, go on. C. Having taken over the role of another wrestler named El 
uh, El Cura, well, which is the priest in Spanish. The priest, yes. They capture him only to discover that El Lobo's disappearance led to riots resulting in deaths. They returned with Konani to 1961 in order to have El Lobo lose to El Cure and a lucha de apuestas and, f and fix the timeline. Sarah confronts Ava about Nate and Zari's suspicions, but she does not believe her and has her team go after Konani. Back in 1961, the legends stopped the Time Bureau from capturing Konani, while El Cura saves El Lobo's life, resulting in El Cura being embraced as a hero. Mona is preparing to send Konani back to his time, when a Time Bureau agent finds them and shoots Konani dead. An enraged Mona turns into a... Qu uh, a... Coupe? Coupe. A werewolf. We'll let it just a go. werewolf <laughs> and kills the agent before turning back into a human. Coupe. All right. Coupe. Yeah. Is it yeah, Man -wolf. A, a Pikachu? Ma what? A Pikachu? Yeah. A Weremona. A Weremona. 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 Let's go with that. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, this was an interesting episode. Uh, there were a lot of things that I liked. I thought it was really fun overall. Mm -hmm. uh, it's always cool to see Lucha Libre and stuff. Uh, and, and, in fact, actually, the uh, El Cura uh, character, I learned this today, was based off of uh, uh, Frey Tormenta, also known as Sergio Guterres Benitez, who was the same wrestler that the movie uh, uh, Nacho Libre Oh. Was was based oh, on nice. so we will uh, yeah I, I we can call El Cura Nacho uh, maybe I don't know the, yeah <laughs> it works for me yeah but I thought that's kind of neat like so this is you know uh, a real character in uh, uh, in in lucha history and in, in Mexico history because he was a priest and like he basically funded his orphanage by wrestling which is, that's super cool because uh, nobody would take him seriously if he was a priest and and if they knew he was a priest so he kept his identity secret really neat stuff but yeah. uh but yeah so this this is a super super neat little episode uh really interesting things a lot of a lot of like relationshipy kind of stuff happened as well uh some, yeah. some misunderstandings <laughs> um but but Kyle man what, what did you think about the episode overall I, I enjoyed it i mean i i, I enjoy a good lucha um episode. i mean who doesn't and and I love seeing Constantine kind of fanboy out about it <laughs> yeah which i'm like of all things that he would fanboy out about it's lucha wrestling yeah so yeah no i i enjoyed it all wholeheartedly um now from last episode uh we talked about how we don't like mona as much uh she was she was a little bit better in this one but she still eh. i yeah <laughs> excuse me i, I... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, I, I think I think this uh, this episode with with her character when she's not like this super ditzy kind of naive character that sort of like stumbles into plot points. I I think it makes her a lot more interesting, and I, I feel like that's kind of where they're going with this, especially with the 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 Weremona at the end. Like that that's kind of an interesting reveal, and mm -hmm. and I feel like she she's less, you know, she's more. Uh, um, she she stands with her convictions, I guess, more, and she's more like you know determined, like you know this is he's a good person. Uh, when he when he's talking about um, uh, Konane and everything and like her, her her struggle to try to like save him and rescue him and whatnot, uh, when she's when she has a purpose and she's tasked with doing something, I think it makes her character a lot more uh, bearable. But yeah. I don't know. Uh, Will, what did you think <laughs> about the episode? Uh well. <laughs> Look, it's it's a it's it's starting to look like to me a season of 
of filler episodes with occasional movement, um, which is okay. It's telling me, I think, that for the first time in this show, they didn't know what they really wanted to do. Like, I think with season two, season three, you know, they had this whole thing worked out with Damien Dark, and they had this whole arc planned from the beginning. And it seems now with the magic, they didn't know what to do with it. So they're kind, they've kind of been like, like feeling their way through it a little bit. Uh, all the way through, like from Mona starting off as almost a Knives Chow, Scott Pilgrim style, like just completely naive, not so much self-absorbed, but very, very pixie-ish type of character and taking mm-hmm. her to this woman of her convictions, uh, you know, progressive, I guess, you know, person who's going to stand up for herself all because she got scratched across the abdomen because that was the last time we saw her. It, it, it's hard for me to deal with. It's, it's, it's a too big of a character shift for her. It, it, I, I embrace the character shift. I do, I do agree too. That it She'll was kind be of, more likable. But yeah. yeah, yeah. But but you're absolutely right. It was kind of like a... They didn't you know, buy it. They didn't earn it. You, they didn't sell it, right? right. You know, it was, this, it was this like, okay, so she, there, there's not enough time in between. I guess she just gets scratched and then all of a sudden she wakes up and she's a brand new character. So like, they never kind of planted the seeds. I mean, I guess maybe they kind of did, but like, it just never seemed to like come out in her actions until that moment. Right. And, uh, uh, you know, with, with her... Uh, bringing the the uh, the prison situation making it better for the magical creatures you can kind of see uh but that, that i don't know it did, but but her being steadfast and like you know this kind of uh completely different person just sort of popped out in this episode and that was kind of interesting uh and and, I, and, and again i'm glad for it and i could get a, i could get around that in one regard if they explain it later like, Gary's like, you were totally different before that scratch and before you got these powers. If she's suddenly more self-reliant and, and steadfast because she's now developed these powers from what I'm assuming is the scratch by the werewolf, okay, I'll, I'll, I can come around that, but you better explain that to me. Otherwise, it's shoddy writing. Yeah, because maybe the whole reason why the attraction um, happened between those two was because she was a uh, where, Quape? Yeah. You think you think beforehand, or I, I don't know. I I, I kind of with, agree with, with Will. the attraction. It it makes sense with the writing, but if if it was the scratch that turned her into a were werewolf, I'll I'll buy that too. I think so. it's totally the scratch, and and Will that makes perfect sense. Like I didn't even think about it until now, until you mentioned that. I was like, yeah. That's totally why it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and but yes, I. I but oh, I ahead. could sorry, but I could see her being one the whole time and not knowing about it because she just she really appeared out of nowhere, just like these magical creatures. Well, out of hell, but she could be something like where she doesn't know what she is. Yeah, but she had parents, and she it's obvious she's had a life. I can't. I I can't believe that all of a sudden she's a werewolf, you know, like that she's been a werewolf. She's known she was a werewolf or at least had werewolfish tendencies. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. be, you know, and then just hulked out in the middle of this. I can't help thinking it was the scratch. I can't help thinking it was stuff from last episode, which, again, I can get around like the personality change. But I mean, other than that, again, I mean, yeah, we saw it. It, you know, did you guys catch Naran at the party, by the way? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah I saw him. So, yeah. I mean, hey, I get it. What a, oh, sorry. What a waste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's just, 
again, it felt like, okay, you guys are going to have five more episodes, I think, till the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Like, it's time to start getting us invested in these characters more, getting us invested in what is going on so that when somebody gets hurt or dies, which you always do in a Legends finale, somebody's got to die. Like, and of course it's going to be Hank. You need to make us care about him before you go off and kill him. Because if you don't, then it, it's just a, it, it's, eh, you know, mm-hmm. I really would like to see them start building towards something and getting us invested in it. Now, I can admit that I'm not a magic guy. So if they might be building this towards something and it just might be missing me for the first time. And, and if it is, I can I can get behind that. But I'd like to see them move something. Overall, I thought the episode was okay. But, I mean, to be quite honest, I had to rewind. I fell asleep. I did. And then <laughs> I, I, I had a moment where I was just like, uh, and then I woke up, and they're in the wrestling ring. I'm like, oh, shit, shit I missed all that. So what happened? Yeah, so <laughs> I, had to, I had to go back to where Ava and, and, um, Ava and Sarah were talking, which is where, actually, I started to pass, you know, and then with all that. So, But otherwise, it wasn't terrible. Yeah, but you know, speaking of uh, 180 degree character changes, like we saw with Mona, I feel like Ava's kind of pulled the same mm-hmm. thing. Uh, th- this this was uh, they've uh, Ava and Sarah have had their kind of like rocky relationship stuff in the past, and it feels like this time uh, Ava is, is is to the point now where she doesn't care about the creatures they're apprehending, and she makes some very valid points. She's like, up until a couple weeks ago, you guys were sending them directly to hell, uh, <laughs> and so like they the, sent. Two. They said two. They yeah. said the fairy godmother and the the unicorn. Where's my nipple? Where's my <laughs> nipple? <laughs> yeah, we might have to put a Gary's quote of the week. Where's yeah. my nipple? <laughs> but yeah, and and so there, there's a you know an issue of trust here because uh, Sarah doesn't know who to trust uh, because Mona's saying one thing, Ava's saying something else, and Ava seemed to have she's she's sort of had a change of heart where mm-hmm. like just two episodes ago. Or was it three episodes ago? She was all for giving the magical creatures better conditions. Yeah, uh, two, yeah. Um, it was the episode with uh, Nora Dark. Yeah, yeah. And so we had all that kind of you know building that character building stuff, and we see Mona like you know getting put to use as far as her abilities to wrangle these creatures and stuff. And then now all of a sudden she's like, I don't care. Like it doesn't matter to me anymore. Mm-hmm. All I care about are the jobs of these people that work in this department, which, which I, I, that's a really compelling argument. Like it's, it's, it's really interesting for them to kind of pull that where it's like Ava is worried more about her employees and whatnot than the treatment of the magical creatures. Uh, because she, it, like everything it, it's on her head, right? She's the big honcho. She's the person in charge. And, uh, it all comes down on her shoulders when stuff goes wrong. And so, you know, basically all she's wanting from, she, she's, she's wanting Sarah to be a partner. <laughs> there goes Kyle. <laughs> Something awesome must have happened in WrestleMania. Yes, just go uh, on. <laughs> she's, well, what, now, what was it? Yeah, was you know no, just keep going. You know just what? keep going. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> This so, is your so, WrestleMania break. Go ahead, yeah, Kyle. WrestleMania update. <laughs> what, what happened, Kyle? Seth in. Rollins beat Brock Lesnar finally. Seth Rollins beat Brock Lesnar. Nice. Yes. <laughs> that was your WrestleMania update. Now back to the show. All right. I think, sorry. <laughs> no, it's quite all right. Uh, and, and so it's it, you know Sarah. Uh, uh, it, it's about like support, right? And and Ava wanted Sarah to back her up. 
uh, in her position. Mm-hmm. But it, it, Sarah, it was against her better judgment to do so because she knew something was wrong. And so it's like, does Sarah support Ava 100% like you're supposed to do in a relationship? Or does Sarah go with her gut and, you know, get to the bottom of this, which is ultimately what she did, which caused the relationship split, which I think I think it was a really interesting way to kind of handle that where, you know, there there's both sides are making valid points. And, uh, uh, you know, while Sarah is in the right, mm-hmm. Ava also is responsible for the the lives basically of all these people that, that are working with her and so to piss off hank means everybody is no longer employed and all that kind of stuff so uh will i mean what, what did you think about that the, the way they handled that and uh and everything um i think they needed to throw a wrench into ava and sarah they've been too happy for too long and it's a cw and so we must have drama <laughs> right yeah so, of course. okay this seems well enough and you know, Ava has always been somewhat of, like, I'm the boss, responsible, blah, blah. I would dare say that some of the changes she's made towards more towards Sarah and being somewhat softer and, and all that was more out of the f- character for her than the behavior this, you know, this week. Like, it just, you know, she's just, she's never been a consistent character for me. And to tell you the truth, neither has Sarah was seemed off. Like, again, it's a... Uh, Shimizu and Cart, like, I'm not sure how many episodes they've written, but nobody in this episode, I felt, from Ray to Mick to, you know, other than maybe Gary, felt like they were themselves as far as speaking goes. They they all kind of felt a little off. Mm-hmm. I think you're right, yeah. Because it's, because, yeah, because what was it? Because Sarah... Uh... They, they, the way they referred to, um, uh, oh gosh, what's his freaking name? Uh, Konane. The way they referred to him as like the, you know, this monster, this beast who's hurting people, is is like a backtrack, a backtrack, backtrack in a lot of how they progressed as characters, right? Right. You know, so like you're right, Will. It's 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 kind of weird. There's a lot of characters that are just sort of we're forgetting all the development they've made over these last couple episodes and going back to the whole monster sort of thing and then but sarah kind of i guess did a three she so she did a 180 and then she did another 180 to come back to her what she is now by the end of the episode which is contrasting with with what ava has become which was for her to do a 180 back to how she was originally where she's more stern disciplinarian kind of thing mm-hmm. so there's a lot of, a lot of a lot of turns in this it's weird i don't know <laughs> it, it did but, it just felt it it felt off it you know but so has a lot of things. I mean, but overall, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, that was that was an interesting sort of thing with Sarah and Ava there. And I think you're right. You know, it is a CW. They they do have things they have to, uh, you know, push. And the drama is one thing. And so uh, we have that going on there. And since it is the CW, we have to ship. And uh, there is a new ship on the show. A new ship on the ship, I should say. <laughs> the Wave Rider uh, has oh, a new ship. ship in it. <laughs> oh, ship, yeah. Uh, we need to get John Wesley's ship on the ship. Yeah, and then he can. Then we can ship him with someone. So it'd be John Wesley ship, ships ship Sh- the ships. John Wesley ship ship. Yes, no, maybe we need. Um, Jay Garrick needs his wife on the ship. Then they can ship. That's true. That's true. Because now but, I can't think of Jay Garrick's Joan, actual wife. Joan. Joan. Thank Joan you. Garrett. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. But I was like, um, I was about to be like, you do know, John Wesley ship doesn't have a wife. 
I, I was talking about. Did I did I initially say John Wesley Shep? Or did I do I believe you said that, and I'm like, uh, I, I'm pretty sure he, he he's pretty much out on that one. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, John Wesley Shep's gay. Oh, I did not know that. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I good for him. Yeah, no, no, no not. I'm not saying that negatively at all. But yeah, he, no, he's a he's gum out. He's like, yep, big time. Loves the, I had no, no idea. It, loves himself. No. Now, you know what? Before, let me double check on that. But I'm pretty sure he came <laughs> out a little bit ago, and I'm like, I think he digs the fellas, yeah. Which, you know, well, more power. Wow. Yeah. If you're wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm, I'm going to have to be kicked off You the are going to have to. Oh, I will edit, edit this, this out. Whole... This will be edited 100%. <laughs> yeah. And we may have to do the Facebook. The live show, yeah, the live show may be able to hold us hostage just if anyone's recording this. You know. <laughs> They'd be like, no, 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 no. But that's cool. I had no idea. But yeah, oh, no, awesome, no. Awesome. Jay Garrick should have his should wife, have wife Joan. Yep. on the ship, so then they can be shipped. <laughs> yes, yes. But uh, but yes, this new ship that we were talking about, of course, is Zarya Nate. Which, uh, if this is out of nowhere, it's just completely out of the blue. No idea. Didn't see this coming at all. But I, I mean, it makes sense. They had to do something to break uh, Nate's infatuation with Amaya, and so I kind of figured it was going to happen soon, but I didn't figure it'd be Zari because Zari's kind of like taking a back seat recently. Yeah. Right? Or, she has. or my yeah. Uh and, and so I maybe this is just a way to give her more screen time. I don't know. But Kyle, what do you think about it? Okay, yeah. I mean yes, by the way, just so you know, he is one hundred percent openly gay. So okay, cool. Okay. We have confirmed John Wesley shit okay. is gay. Yes. We could keep this in there. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yay, I'm not a homophobe. <laughs> You don't have to edit as much. That's what you're really. Oh, yeah, we yeah. will edit this. <laughs> um, oh, there no, will I, be editing. I mean, I mean, I liked that Zari is having more screen time because I, I really do like her character, and I, I liked her episode last season when the, with the time loop episode. Yeah. So just having her have more screen time is phenomenal. Um, now, that was actually them, this season. That was just the. It was no. the season. Was it, it the was, season? It was, yeah, but it was before we, the long, long, long hiatus. Yeah, we had like a six-month hiatus, so it felt like Wait, it was no, 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 seasons. no, no, no. It was last season. No, the time loop episode was the second-to-last episode of no, the no, season no, no, with no. the puppet. No, 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 no. Zari's time loop episode was last season because they had the disco episode. Again, this season. No, trust me. No, because Zari was the cat for like three of them. No, no. This was the one with the bomb on the ship. This was from last season. How sad is it that we have to sit here and try to figure out which time loop episode of the time travel show it is? <laughs> yeah. What the frickin' I frack am, is I am, this? I am 100% sure this was last season. Okay, well, we'll allow it. We'll allow, we'll allow it, it. Dealt with the disco, it dealt with the disco, and then, the, then in the beginning of this season, they brought back the disco thing. The disco in Nabisco? Yes. Okay. So there was a season three, episode eleven, Zari escapes time loop. Okay. So there was that. Okay. That's the one I'm. Th- that's the one I'm talking about. Okay. And then okay. We'll allow. And it. then this season was the was the other. It, it, I wouldn't even call this one a time loop. The one with the. Uh, um. What they were trying to. It was an incredible time. time loop. It was literally cause and effect for Star Trek. Like they kept yeah. having to go back and redo it because they screwed something up. Okay. Well, cause and effect. Anyway, anyway, yeah. The fact that there's multiple time loops in this show is the reason why you should watch Legends of Tomorrow. It is <laughs> yeah. the best show on television right now, like, hands down. Better than um, Flash? Okay, I'm going to go with you on that because I don't like season four or five. I'm sorry, <laughs> but yes. I, 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 I have some issues with the season's Flash. Overall, I think it's okay. But uh, I just think Legends – I love it when shows embrace themselves for who they are and they understand that. 
And because when you do that, when you when you say this is what we are, this is the show that we are, and and you're still able to like keep it creative and keep it fun, which they have. I, there, there's been they a couple shark stickers. jumping moments in this in this show, but for the most part, they understand this is a ridiculous concept. But they don't overplay their ridiculous cards in their hand, you know. They, yeah, they, like they, their they, trailer. <laughs> the trailer yeah, they yeah. put out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Should have been at the crossover. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like stuff like that. You know, they 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 get it. They understand it. That, that's what's important. It's it's mm-hmm. one thing to like to do what you think the show is, and it's another thing to understand what the show is, and then to do that well. And and I yeah, I don't know. I think they do. But yeah. Anyway, you were saying about time loops and and, and Zari and, and no, stuff. I'm 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 loving that. Zari's getting more screen time. I'm just not understanding where this whole relationship, where this whole chemistry is coming from. It doesn't make any sense. It's horse yeah. crap. It's 100% it horse now, crap. <laughs> now, they're about probably about like the same age, so I could see that being a factor. But She's negative nothing... 50. They're not the same age. <laughs> Like, he's like the ultimate pedophile. Like she's negative fifty. Oh, it's, it's not exactly cradle robbing. It's more like um, it's something more I don't like... really necessarily want to say on the podcast. Robbing. Uh, the... Uterus robbing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's... Yeah, we could go with uterus robbing. Yeah. Well, no, I, I was going to go with the yeah, testicle robbing. Well, there's but, that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, but I mean, like, here's the thing. Here's what it. Ki- here's what kills me, is that if you want to put Nate with somebody, that's fine. But all right, this will be the second person. That Nate has quote unquote fallen in love with, who's gonna be out of his timeline? Like you can't bring somebody into the to the to the bureau. Yeah. You have to give him somebody who's been displaced from time, who eventually has to go back to her own time. This doesn't make it, it's it's annoying and stupid. And and to tell you the truth, the way he was mourning over whatever the hell her name was last year, but you know the Amaya. Yeah. Like it. It, none of it makes any sense. Now, I get she's got a crush on him, and you could see it going back. And I think we mentioned it last year that she's kind of crushing a bit. But it's still just, oh, it, it's annoying. It's frustrating. He hasn't been on the Wave Rider for a long time. And so, you, I mean, maybe absence makes the heart grow fonder. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I mean, it, it is kind of strange just to see this sort of kind of come from out of the blue um and, and yeah you're right well i mean we, we did mention it i think a couple a uh, couple episodes last season where it sort of seemed that way but it's just one of those things where i'm gonna let these dogs bark okay uh it's one of these things where it just it yeah it, it does kind of seem out of the blue because there's been nothing this season i don't recall of them sort of no appearing to no. be together i don't know i don't know well wasn't there something like a few weeks ago like i think there was there was a hint but we didn't really address it i'm sure okay. and like they had a, a, po- a moment where they're talking it just it's cr- i think when he found charlie on the ship didn't she talk to him about it maybe maybe yeah. it's it just but i do i do agree with you kyle oh go, go ahead will no i just i i want to see if you got to put him with somebody that's fine but then you know instead of introducing an annoying character like mona introduce somebody at the bureau that that, you know, is good for him like that. And maybe, I don't know, tire into the DC universe, unlike Mona or anybody else you're trying to use these days. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, I do agree with you, Kyle. It's great to see Zara getting some screen time because she has been kind of underutilized yes, recently, and I do like her character. Uh, I also agree with you, Will. It's It seems kind of weird to put Nate with another person who's out of time and who will eventually have to go away, so you're setting it up for failure again. Yeah, uh, I didn't think s- of that beforehand. That's That's good. 
right? Right? That that's so crazy. And, and so, uh, and and I don't know. Maybe that'll just make good drama. Maybe that's what they're doing it for. But uh, it's just, yeah. It's it's uh, can we? It, it, Maybe they just they have too many characters. They didn't want to introduce somebody else in the bureau. I don't I don't know, but I, I think that you know I can get that behind make... that. I can get behind that if that's the reason. Like because yeah. they do have too many characters. Yeah, there's there's a lot there's a lot of a lot of characters for them to deal with, and and so uh, in that way, I think it makes sense for them to to make it someone on the wave rider. And since Zari has been having the least amount of screen time, in that case, it makes sense. So like I I get it from that perspective, but yeah, it it, it would make more real world logical sense for it to be somebody who he's working with at the time bureau than someone who he very rarely sees right uh you know yeah so so god and his mother is just awful oh yeah. she's terrible <laughs> yeah. what? what like what the hell and what like good childbearing hips who not says saying that? anything uh, like, mothers who want grandkids, yeah yeah apparently. mothers who want grandkids she he's not lying you'll find this I, I, out you know, at some point no, I mean, like, you ever make you know, an honest I, woman of that girl? Just saying, yeah. she's a wonderful girl. What the hell is your problem, man? Why are you waiting? Anyway, moving on. I, I, God, I don't know. Like, I just, I just think if mom, if I would be so embarrassed if my mom said something like that, and and, and she's she's one of those like, you know, she calls my dog her grand dog. Um, you know, one of the, you know, I love you, you know, mom. I, I love you know, you I do kind of want to like email your mom and be like, you need to mention childbearing hips in front of the girl. <laughs> no, that would be a very sore subject. We're not going to, uh, we're not going to go there though. Uh, <laughs> that, that is, that is, that is, that is not a uh, podcast talk, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Anywho. fired. It's, I blame the no, whole, no, I blame no, the no. whole garden. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, so, so that was, yeah, God, yeah. I, I should start drinking. I should stop drinking during these podcasts. I get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's 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 fine. It's all good. I'm just you know it's it's not something that I wouldn't talk yes. about or that we wouldn't talk about. Are you it's sure? Because I, I can go into now, Doctor Phil. So tell me, <laughs> Bill, what, what's uh, <laughs> why just, you can know. you not make <laughs> that type of joke about childbearing? What's wrong with the childbearing hips? <laughs> Uh, you know, it's it's uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. Oh, Anywho, look, a dead horse. <laughs> yes, let's uh, let's continue to beat it. Um, no, but yeah. So so that was that was kind of interesting there. Uh, that sort of out of the blue relationship that we got going on. But um, there's also a another. I don't know if not really out of the blue on this one. This this is sort of uh, uh, Nate's been struggling all season to kind of get his dad's approval. And now that he has proof that his dad is up to something mischievous, he immediately doesn't trust him. And I wonder mm-hmm. if that's just going back to him, you know, having father issues to begin with. And, it, and, and, and uh, let me ask you this, guys. Was that surprising for you guys to, to see him immediately sort of like, all right, we got to look into this. My dad's doing something bad. Uh, or, or did you guys think that he was going to have the whole, no, 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 we got to trust him. You know, this is if, if he's doing this, it's for the best kind of thing. Uh, Will, what, what did you think? Did you think that there was going to be a uh, uh, Nate rejecting the fact that he thinks his father's doing something bad, or, or did you think he would actually go all, you know all in on the don't trust Hank? No, it's uh, it's within his character. He does he hasn't trusted his father. I mean, they were always uh, very very tentative in their relationships, Thanksgiving, the holidays, things like that. You know, on how to deal with each other. So it was a very very delicate piece they had. I think. That, you know, the minute this happened, boop, it goes over and, you know, he's, he, yeah, it, it makes perfect sense from the character standpoint, um, as well as, you know, Hank's had, Hank's just a, he's a dark, 
weird cat. <laughs> yeah. And your well, mom Colin, is weird. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his, 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 yeah. Nate's mom is weird. His dad is weird. And yeah, I don't know. But uh, Kyle, what did you think? Did you did you see that one uh, coming, or did you think that Nate was going to try to defend his dad? No, I didn't think he would try to defend his dad. I think with the the history that those two have, I think he would be like, okay, I could see this as something that he would do. So he's not super surprised. But I mean, they were they were starting to get along and. As we see, we see uh, Nate wanting to get in on everything, but just to find out what is going on in the end. Yeah. So I, so I'm okay with all that, and I and I'm fine with them not going the 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 expected route of trying to defend the dad. First. Yeah. I, I think yeah. I when, when he said he's like nah. When when Nate was talking to Hank and he was like I you know I, I just want to know about these things. You gotta let me in on these things. I was like oh come on. At first like, at first when that happened I was like oh really Nate. And then Zari popped out. I'm like oh yeah. okay, good. Yeah. And then I was like oh okay cool that 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 makes sense now as to why he I would say I that. never thought that was anything but what it was. I immediately was like he is getting in close to his dad to you know to look at and to spy at him really i i never thought for one second that there was anything other than that i knew i knew that <laughs> that was a a ploy on nate's part yeah well with all the with all the weird character shifts that we had this entire episode you do raise like, a point there though <laughs> yeah i was i was like no don't do this with nate come on like this this is the most solid relationship that we have on this entire show is nate's problematic relationship with his father and for him to just be like Oh, daddy, yay, I can't, you know, like, no, no, no. And so there, there was for a second there, I was like, please don't tell me that you're doing this. And they didn't. And so I was like, cool, okay, great. Uh, so, so they got me, or they didn't, they didn't, uh, they didn't disappoint me on that. So, so that'll be interesting to do. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, now we have, we have Weramona. We talked about that a little bit. Uh, so this, this will be an interesting thing to see. Uh, what about we'll, Sarah and Ava's split? Oh, yeah, we kind of talked about that okay. a little bit. But uh, yeah, it, well, did you have anything to add on that? Just, just that, you know, they'll be back together within two episodes. Something you think? Happen. Yeah, I do. I don't think they're going to keep them apart. I think there's going to be more proof that... Oh, sorry. I think there's going to be more proof that uh, Biff's, you know, awful and all of a sudden things are going to, you know... She's going to realize how wrong she was and, no, oh, I'm sorry, and then Sarah will be in trouble and we have to go rescue yeah, her. Yeah, but there's, and- there's a lot of trust that... That's broken right now, so it's gonna there's gonna have to be a long way to work back, work back to that sort of thing. Yeah, because it's it's a. I don't feel like, like a lot of trust was broken. She didn't trust. I, I mean, this whole thing, this whole their whole their whole episode today was built on trust and being there for each other, and they weren't right. Well, no, so, but she couldn't be because. They weren't. She wasn't sure. Sarah wasn't sure, and there was no way to be sure whether a, it wasn't that she didn't trust that Ava was gonna tell. You know, she knew Ava would not tell Biff what was going on. She wasn't sure if Biff had somehow. Oh, oh shoot! We lost Kyle. We lost to Kyle. We lost Kyle. All right. Well, we'll keep going. Uh, she wasn't sure if. Oh, I'm gonna add him back to the broadcast. She was not sure if Biff. Um, she wasn't sure if Biff had somehow uh, bugged her in some way or made it so that she he could listen in and follow her. So she didn't want to get her team in hot water. She was being responsible for her team. She would have clued, and she even said, I would have clued you in 
once I knew that you're clean, you know, mm-hmm. which is the whole like during the tango, she's doing the whole frisk thing. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, I don't believe that's a that's a that's a breaking of trust. That's a series of circumstances that requires me not to be able to tell you what's happening right now, but I will. Yeah. I, and, and and there were very few opportunities for them to actually communicate because like, that was a big issue, too, is right. that the lack of communication between them without using without using bureau hardware or software, which yeah. could be which is, you know, could be considered dangerous. So I get like that's just it. I don't think this was a trust problem. A trust thing would have been if Ava walked in and saw Sarah having to make out with somebody because of the time, you know, because of the mission they were on and she has to go and like be all secret agency. Yes, that's a that's a that's a trust breach. You know, this was just a series of circumstances that I think eventually cooler heads will prevail and be like, OK, I kind of get what you have to say there. And, you know. Yeah, because because, uh, you know, Sarah doesn't want to risk Ava by saying something that might be overheard. Right. Uh, and, and put her in danger in that regard. Uh, and Ava was mad at Sarah because she expects Sarah to support her and Sarah couldn't be supportive in that situation. Um, and, be, you know, because of the whole, uh, the whole trust thing and, 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 and uh, between the Bureau and, and Ava and like, you know, their relationship there. So it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. I, I, I think I, I agree. I think there'll probably be something uh, where they'll get together here soon. Um, we're gonna, you know, the, the truth about Biff's gonna come out, uh, but I, I do have some, I do have a bunch of thoughts on Biff that I want to save for some speculation. So okay. we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, There's an interesting article that I read, um, and and it also ties in. Will really, uh, really, it, it ties into the stuff you were saying earlier about how last season we had a full arc that was realized with Damian Dark, and how this one doesn't kind of feel like we do, right? Uh, so yeah, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see where they go with that. I, I do think they're going to get back together because I think, uh, there might be some tension there for a while as, uh, Ava tries to work out, you know, why Sarah wouldn't support her in that situation. And then Sarah's got to work out the importance of her position to her, you know, right. Sarah, Sarah gallivants around. She's got like, she doesn't have a leash, right? But Ava does. And so there's that kind of aspect of it where can't you just do what you want? She's like, no, I'm the head of a department. If I screw up, everybody's we're all done, you know? And so, yeah, there's, it, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see how they pull that together. I thought the, uh, the way they wrote that scene and the way they voiced, uh, Ava's, uh, uh, complaints and, in, in, in her observations and whatnot about what was wrong with the situation were good. I didn't quite like, the fact that she was just all about, you know, who cares if they do monstrous, horrible, you know, uh, experiments on these magical creatures? Because we're humans and like, screw them. I, I didn't like the otherization. And, that and they you're were doing a robot. There. Yeah, <laughs> right. No, she's a, robot. a clone. She's a clone. Or she's a clone. Yeah. And, oh, there, and so, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, you know, th- there's a major difference. No, she's a yeah, yeah, robot. She's a clone, <laughs> which she has been technically um, experimented on. Right. Yeah. I, w- I would assume a little, a little bit more. Uh, uh, I don't know, sympathy, empathy from yeah. her, considering like talking about like dehumanization and things like that. Like that, that that was that was really interesting for me. Like, because I, I I I liked what what she was talking about. You know, she's like, I have responsibility to the people under me, and yes, there's some bad things going on. But she didn't say that. She didn't say yes, there's some bad things. She said, who cares that there's bad things? 
Right. And 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 that was the weird thing for me when she's talking about them as monsters, uh, and that we have to protect humans. And I'm like, you're not. I mean, you're a clone of a human. Like that was that was kind of interesting. And so, um, maybe maybe that's the writers putting their uh, putting themselves into a camp, right? So so they're they're writing the Ava side, but they're clearly in the Sarah side by mentioning it in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but I, I I really liked that they that they presented that dilemma. Uh, didn't like how they made Ava <laughs> come out to kind of be uh, uh, just just not caring about the fact that they're doing these these horrible things. Like that was that was kind of putting uh, putting off to me. But uh, uh, let's see here. So yeah, what's uh, anything else about this episode before we hop into some spe- speculation? Kyle, got anything? Not really. Um, aside, I mean, um, guess just a random thing. One of the moves that uh, El Cura did to El Lobo was from what I know of my wrestling repertoire as it were um, was Rey Mysterio's move uh, the 619 but I, from what I've heard from one of my friends is that that's a pretty standard move in lucha wrestling Oh yeah. So, well, so yeah. but 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 that's the thing with with uh, with Rey Mysterio, right? Is like no one in North America really had heard of Luchador, and right. so and and so like when when he came in, like holy crap, it changed the game. Uh, the way he did his aerials and like all mm-hmm. the 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 crazy like off the top rope stuff and the in the six one nine kind of thing. While it might be common in Luchador, it was n- no one had ever done anything like that. And, right. uh and, and, and I mean, he's still and he's still wrestling to this day. Is he he's, really? He's got a so he's injured. Supposedly, he's injured to, and he's wrestling tonight. But he's for, like seventy for right? a belt. I mean, he's yeah. old. and they just had his kid on who back in the day had like a uh, between him and Eddie Guerrero uh, a match for who's ever whoever wins gets the child. And lo and behold, <laughs> lo, lo and behold it. Lo and behold, Ray Mysterio won, and his kid is like ten times taller than than him, and it's just hilarious. So, is this Ray Mysterio Junior Junior, or is this Ray Mysterio the third? I don't know. Or the fourth? I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that it is Ray Mysterio Junior who is actually wrestling, but I don't know what his what his kid's name is. So, someone correct me. Yeah. Uh, there, yeah, a lot of really classic, cool, uh, we, uh, uh, wrestling moves there. What was it? Uh, uh, gosh, I can never remember this dude's name. Konane suplexed, uh, Mick. That was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure I saw Hurricane Rana in there, so that was neat. Uh, mm-hmm. Ray hit somebody with a steel chair. Holy crap. That's yeah. like, there yeah. was, there were steel chairs. That's that she had. Steel chairs there. Oh my god, that man has a family. <laughs> Stop the match. And then Charlie getting up on her soapbox about repression and everything. Yeah, yeah, the censorship and everything. That was uh, that was an interesting twist. Uh, but Will, what about you? And any uh, last takeaways here for you? No, get I think it's I think it's a good time. All right. Well, I think it's time for some speculation. It's time for speculation. Battle, Will, and Kyle. All right. So for starters, I want to talk about Hank. 
Uh, we mentioned earlier in the podcast that it is... Uh, Say hi to your mom for me. <laughs> yes, about Biff Tannen. Uh, it seemed like earlier in, uh, in in previous seasons they had like fully thought out and developed arcs, uh, specifically last season with uh, Damian Dark and Malice and Nora Dark. Felt really polished, really clean, and there's a giant Bebo at the end of it, and that was amazing. Um, this season, it's we've had some really good episodes, had some really fun episodes. The overarching story has been a little um, missing. Go on, missing, mm-hmm. yeah, kind of, kind of haphazard, kind of slipshod. And it was interesting because I read this article the other day that was talking specifically about Hank and um, uh, what what they basically boiled it down to is that Hank was going to be the big bad. But they love Tom Welling, not Tom Wilson. Welling, uh, Tom Wilson. I was like Tom Welling. That's 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 uh, Superman. Smallville Superman, right? Yeah, they yeah. love. And they nobody love likes Tom- him. <laughs> uh, I don't know. There, there's some people who might disagree with you on that. There are uh, there are fans that like him. Nobody who's ever worked with him likes him. Oh, I, oh, I see, he has I see. a horrible reputation. Even uh, Costner, I guess, during draft day, wanted to kill him. Really? Like he was just this arrogant prick during draft day, and Costner's like. Kevin Costner. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. And then somebody goes Waterworld, and Costner shoots him. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So so uh, Tom. Not willing. Tom Wilson. Thomas. Wilson. Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson. Uh, they they loved him so much. They were saying he's such a nice guy. He's such a pleasure to work with. He's just this great human being, just in general. That they didn't have the heart to go through and pull the trigger and make him be the bad guy this season. So, so why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? <laughs> that was perfect. I was waiting for you to say so, man. I'm like, it's coming. I know Bell. It's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, that was – it was – they were basically saying that they just couldn't make him the bad guy. And so that, that basically makes me think that what we're going to see here is we're going to see redemption arc for, uh, for Hank. And there, there's going to be a thing where, you know, it's going to come out that he's being used for some and, – and, and it might be one of those things where uh, he doesn't know he's being used or maybe he does and he's just trying to, you know, uh, make the best out of a bad situation. Maybe uh, Nirod has, like, some sort of sway on him where he's going to, you know, take his horrible, horrible wife from him, uh, which I don't see how that would be a bad thing. Uh, <laughs> or, or maybe maybe he made some Faustian deal. Who knows? But uh, I feel like – that we're going to see a redemption arc for Hank and possibly with Nate uh, so that when the season ends, there's, they're, they're going to be in a much more, uh, much better place and Hank's not going to be the, uh, the big bad. Maybe he sacrifices himself in the end uh, to save Nate or something like that. I don't know. But um, just after reading that article and what they were saying about, uh, about Tom, I just don't think they're going to be able to make him the big bad. Well, uh, but what do you what do you guys think? I mean, it, it kind of feels like that sort of anyway. We know that he's working for Nirod, and it seems like he's kind of devious. But I don't I don't know. I just I don't think they're going to pull the trigger on it. Will, what do you think? Oh well, I don't think they're going to. You know, they're making him the big bad. I mean, we all kind of wondered that too at the beginning, and then boom, something changes. Um, bringing Neron in is is perfect, and I, again, I can't be happier. I'm a '90s, '80s DC guy, like love it. Um, and I actually like Hank Haywood. I've always liked. I mean, I listen. You guys were probably reading comics when I did, but and the Detroit Justice League was was horrible. It was just terrible. Like it was the mid '80s. It was '83, I think, or '84, where they took Superman and Wonder Woman and Batman and out of the league and they left Aquaman and then he created this league of like Vixen, Steel, um, so Hank Haywood, Vibe, 
this like complete just league of substitute heroes is really the only thing I could think of. And it was horrible, and it was really, really not good. But Hank Haywood was in it. He was Steel. And he was at least somewhat decent because of his relationship with his grandfather, um, which, you know, would be the Hank Hay- you know, the other Hank Haywood who died. So, mm-hmm. like, I, I get it, okay? And, and I dig it. It just... The problems I have, you know, with that is, like, I'd like to see you know, Biff stick around, but I also want to make sure that they don't do it in such a way that, you know, I don't know. I get, they will probably find some way he'll be like, well, I was standing in the gap and I figured if I'm involved, I can keep my hand on the wheel to keep this from going too far out of control before, you know, and hopefully find some way out of this, you know, and that's how he's going to explain it. And that's how he's going to get away with it. And I think it's going to end up killing Nate. To be quite honest, I think Hmm. Nate's dying. I think that's going to be the big death of the year. Because he serves no other purpose at this point. You know, and then giving Zari and Nate some happiness before you kill him lends a little bit more drama to his death. You know, just my thinking. And especially with what I, you know, what I read this week about possibilities for next season, they can get away without having Nate. So, I don't know. It, it's, it's an interesting thought, but I'd like to, I would like to see Thomas Wilson stick around. I, like I said last week, I've loved him in everything. You know, yeah. Freaks and Geeks, Back to the Future. You know, he's always Wait, he been... he was in Freaks and Geeks? He was the gym teacher in Freaks and Geeks. That's right! That's right! That's dating, right. Dating, what's his face? Is, uh, dating uh, uh, Martin Starr, the dude from uh, uh, Silicon Valley's mom. Yes! Like, he ended up dating her. <laughs> which, Gilfoyle's mom. Yeah, yeah. Gilfoyle's mom. And if, if in season two, Gilfoyle was actually going to join the football team with him. Really? They were going to make Gilfoyle a jock. Like, if you ever get a chance, read up on what they had planned for season two for Freaks and Geeks. It was all great, and it breaks my heart sometimes that that show <sighs> ended. I know. But he was, you know, he was great on that show. And again, there is no way he's always Biff. You know what? When he was in the heat with uh, What's-Her-Face there and Sandra Bullock, Melissa McCarthy, he was Biff. When he was in Freaks and Geek, he was Biff. Here? He's Biff. Like, I mean, he doesn't have a wide range, but I like the range, so I'm okay with it. Yeah. If that makes any sense. No, I get you. Well, what do you think, Al? Um, oh, something weird. Uh, I mean, it would have been cool to see, to have Hank as the big bad, but as, like, near, near on controlling him or, like, possessing him, because I really don't see him... Like him just being the big bad, yeah, right. Um, but I mean, maybe the redemption, the redemption arc could it could still happen. But I don't see, I don't see what Will said about the like one hand on the wheels, keep steering it. I, I don't. I think this was just Hank being Hank. He's always looking out just for really what seems like just himself and not anyone else besides. Besides uh, his wife who wants kids, grandkids. Yeah. His, his horrible wife. <laughs> Let's just refer to her as Hank's horrible wife anytime Hank's she pops horrible, up now. Hank's horrible <laughs> child-wanting wife. <laughs> but, yeah. I I don't know. It's... No, I can't... I cannot see the, him being the big bad. I could see him being... A bad, but not big bad. No, 
Yeah. I yeah, I, I will I'm I'm really curious about what you said about uh Hank dying this season and I think Nate, that could be Hank. sorry, Nate, Nate dying this season. I don't and, I don't think Nate's going to die. I think they're going to if any I think I don't think anyone's going to die. I think Charlie is going to get her shape-shifting powers back and then leave. So uh that that actress can be done with uh the Amaya persona. Yeah. I think, and I think I'm hoping we keep Constantine around. I would like that. It'd be interesting to see. I mean, he didn't really do too much this episode. Like we had no. any he drank. magic. Yeah, he drank, and he and he tried to smoke a couple times, but he, they got flicked out of his hand, or uh, yeah, he never got the light one up. Um, which that was the holy crap! The controversy surrounding allowing Constantine to smoke on NBC was just ridiculous, and I loved it, but because they knew they were going to get canceled. And so at first they would kind of like they'd show the pack of cigarettes or he'd have one in his hand. But by the end of it, he was just lighting them up, taking drags on TV because they knew they were getting canceled. And he was like, I don't care. Well, is it does it is is it that NBC didn't allow smoking on TV? I, I think it's it's I don't know. It's actually it, like it, a law. I think they could be fined by the FCC for that. Yeah, I think the FCC. It depends on – I think it depends on uh, – because you can't do it over the air cable, but NBC is not over the air, or is it? Right. No, it it's is. not. It's over the air. It's, but it's, it's – it's, it's Is broadcast. it considered cable or is it no, broadcast? No, it's considered not absolutely considered broadcast TV. It's over the air. Okay. Oh, over thought, the, I'm sorry. I, I was getting confused there for a second. I apologize. Yeah, because the SEC uh, says I think you can't smoke on over-the-air TV. I may be wrong about that. I don't no, know. No, you're right. Um, yeah, and so, but they ended up doing it anyway. I, they probably just, you know, took the fine or whatever, or or either maybe the time slot. It didn't matter yeah. the time slot they're in. I don't know, but um, I just thought that was funny. But yeah, uh, should be should be neat to see what happens to to good old uh, good old Nate. I don't know. <laughs> You're right. I mean, will he just what, what does he do now? Except for really nothing. Like it, it, we had we had like time bros with Nate and Gary for a while, but that kind of went away. Yeah. And uh, honestly, I'd kind of like to see the Time Bureau just go away. Me too. I would yeah. like to see that go away and get everybody back on the ship having shenanigans. Because that seems to be the, the, the core and the heart of this show is that. And the Time Bureau just kind of like gets in the way of that. Having like a desk job kind of office kind of thing just doesn't really work in my opinion. But I don't know. We'll see. Maybe we can get Ava out of the Time Bureau, get the Time Bureau dissolved because of what's going to happen at the end of the season. Because it worked in season two. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, uh, and this one, this is a new one here that Will, was this Will, you put this yeah, up Yeah, I put here? this up because I actually read an article this week, comicbooks.com. They okay. were talking, okay. the headline was, could the Legends of Tomorrow and Constantine be bringing about Crisis on Infinite Earths? Basically, the, what the article said, and again, it's on comicbook.com, is that the time jumping that happened in the second to last episode of the season or the last episode of the season of the before the winter break where they were breaking time right and left along with what's happening with flash they're su- they're suggesting that this is what speeds up the timeline to get us to crisis which is the newspaper and berries in the little vault there ah. and that they're wondering with all of this huh. stuff that that's why because you know they've been speeding up time because time is now malleable like in essence, between everything that's going on in Flash, with time running back and forth, and and the um, Iris running back and forth, or whatever heck her name is, I keep forgetting. Nora. Nora, yeah, running back and forth between time, and then da 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 da, and everything that's going on here, that 
you know, the crisis on infinite earths can happen because like basically everybody's breaking time, which might insist mm-hmm. that they're going to be involved. And then this, I, you know, another article I read and I can't find it, but seemed to suggest that, you know, it'd be nice if they went back on to time travel and, you know, we're basically the precursor to the crisis. Like this is how you see the crisis spin up so that when they bring them, bring in arrow and flash legends is already, you know, part and parcel of the DNA of the crisis. Hmm. I'd love to see that. I don't know yeah. that it's going to happen. Um, Everything I've read also is saying the same thing that Arrow is probably Arrow is not going to be the only one to leave after the crisis next year. That it's very possible that they're just going to have ten episodes of Legends as well, and then yeah, I wouldn't so be surprised. It wouldn't. No, I wouldn't either. Um, especially if they want to bring in Batwoman. But my hope is that they do something like that. I I'd like to see that. You're right. The Time Bureau has been. I think the Time Bureau has been a misstep. And you know they yeah. do. They need to be. It on worked. Them. It worked last season. This season, with the whole change of uh, scenery, didn't work as much. Well, making them a part of the Time Bureau, I don't think works. Yeah, that didn't, you know, yeah. it's like Doctor Who didn't work the seasons where he was a member of Unit, but it's worked when Unit knew he was existing and used him. You know, it's like mm-hmm. it's the same type of idea almost. It's like you want to be on the TARDIS with the Doctor. You don't want to be sitting at a desk at Unit. So, yeah, I mean, it's just it's one of those things I'd like to see. But uh, but that's okay. the main speculation there. Hear me out. This is OK. This no, we, we've already had references to the A-team in this show. Uh, the Time Bureau. Let, let's let's. The, the, OK, so the Time Bureau is. Yes. <laughs> it's happening. So this is going to happen. Right? Time Bureau equals U.S. government. Uh the Time Bureau equals the U.S. government. I, 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 right. <laughs> I would love to have that in the background as I explain this. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> I'll make that happen. <laughs> Let's okay. see. Are you doing post or just? No. Why would I do it in post? That okay. makes more sense, man. I know, right? Okay. So hear me out. This is what we got. This is next season speculation right here. Okay. U.S. government equals Time Bureau. Uh, A-team equals Legends. The legends okay. are framed for an act against time that they did not commit, and they are wow. being chased by the Time Bureau uh, across time, and they go and they help people along the way. In the that same I can of, get behind. Yeah, that like, I like, can like get Ava, behind. But they're gonna be like, "This is a team in time." Yes. I, what would be wrong with a team in time? Are you out of the your fact mind? that we have an A-team. <laughs> <But> <laughs> that this we have a team in time. <laughs> See, yes, it'd be Return of the A-Team. It would be great. Return of the Mac, A-Team in time? <laughs> yes, yes. Return of the Mac, colon, A-Team in time. Okay. I, I can yes. get behind that, but... Okay. But I don't we know. Probably, I think that would be amazing. That was some recent, decent speculation there, Bell. Mm-hmm. Good job. I think so. I think so. Uh, so, uh, enough of that, though. I think it's time for our favorite portion of the show, and that is, the of ending. course... Sorry. Aside from the ending, <laughs> Mix Quote of the Week. It's the, mid- the week. Take it away, Kyle. What kind of gun is this? <laughs> Seeing this thing works on our mouth. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Out of my way, fanboys. Yeah. Eat this, you furball. Don't do anything stupid. Gonna take a leak. That was mine, personal. <laughs> 
Uh, I liked there, there, God. There's one. Of course, we had an entire conversation about Garima, uh, but I don't think that necessarily yeah. works as a quote of the week. Yeah, that it's it was really so the fact that how, he's he's published one book that we that we know of right now. Right. No, he's it's published an entire series of them. It seems. Yeah. It seems, but this is, but we haven't seen it happen. But all we know is that he's he's done one book. Yes. So, it's it is then again future knowledge on. Shouldn't we like choose a quote of the week first? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. <laughs> so I, I'm okay. gonna I'm so, gonna go with what kind of gun is this because I thought that was great because he was actually trying to shoot her. <laughs> yeah. Just I comes yeah. in points shoots. Yeah. I'm gonna go with don't do anything stupid. I'm gonna take a leak because it involves P and P is always funny. Yes. <laughs> Kyle, what's your pick? I, I like that one. All right, well, that's two versus one. So the official quote of the week is, take it away, Kyle. Don't do anything stupid. I'm going to take a leak. <laughs> All right. Well, we, we have... don't have any Ross reviews again. Sad face. Shame on you, Ross. Ross, where are you? I know you were at Comic-Con and you're just as... Uh... Stealth Suit Spider-Man, but you still had all the time in the world to get us a review. If so you're not you a been? fan of us anymore, is it my fault? What did I, I do? I think so. Okay. I think, I think you've driven them <laughs> well, off. Well, but we do have two oh, we've from got Over movies. the Hiatus. We have two iTunes reviews. All right. Both of them five stars. So I think people learn from Darth Vibbert not to give me less than five or I'm going to make fun of you. All right. The first <laughs> one was actually on November 29th, which I believe was like the week after our last episode before, you know, we did the fake episode. Uh, it says, thank you, gents. It's from Panda X-Man. Panda X-Man. Maybe it's P and X-Man? I don't know. Panda X? No, it's an X-Man who's a panda. No, it's Pand. P-A-N-D X-Man. So it might be P and X-Man. Pam? P-A-N-D. P- Sorry, I'm doing a Step Brothers bit. Okay. <laughs> so, so you could, see, I could help you out with this Pam, Pan. Yeah. <laughs> You're wearing tuxedos to a job interview that requires you to clean toilets. Sorry, Will. Uh, it's all right. I'm with you. So it said, thank you, gents, versus, or very much, I'm assuming is what he meant to say, for making one of the most awesome podcasts out there for one of the best shows on television right now. I've been listening to Legends TV Talk since it branched off from Flash TV, but hadn't sat down and honored you all. Been catching up on the show and the podcast at the same time, and this episode's theme and music choice was the best. I've already listened to Return of the Mac three times. <laughs> <laughs> Bell, Kyle, and Will are ultimate warriors of the time stream. Thank you once again, Francisco from San Diego, California. Which, Francisco, I'm going to make one piece of advice for you, my friend. Move to San Francisco so then we can say Francisco from San Francisco. Because I just have always wanted to say that. Yeah, uh, and, well, and thank now you I very much. Did, so I feel good about myself. <laughs> <laughs> our our other one is from January twenty second, twenty nineteen. So just this year, from Mister Smith, and it said, "This is by far the best Legends podcast I've ever listened to. Should be the only one, by the way. Yeah, best one on iTunes, hands down. I'm a huge fan of Flash TV Talk. Shout out to Bo and Bell. I should I wouldn't have found this podcast if it wasn't for them." Thank you, Bell. We love you. <laughs> also wanted to mention the whole crew is hilarious and describe each episode with some of the funniest and intense moments. If you want to stay entertained and need something to help you keep track of DC's Legends of Tomorrow, then Legends TV Talk Podcast is it. So fly over and hit that subscribe button. Call now. No. 
P.S. I am Mr. Smith on iTunes, but would say I'm reverse because I'm reverse Flash Dad. Keep up the great work, y'all. P.P.S. Will is the best host on this show. Okay, he didn't actually write that. (laughs) P.P.S. I really mean it. P.P.P.P.S. I just made that up, said Will. Okay, moving on. Uh, And we got some some Twitter mentions. Twitter? Ah, They are both from Rob. Rob. Uh, Rob at Bob78741. Um, stop bashing Mona. I really like her. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Oh, you're the one. <laughs> yeah. And screw you guys. I like Mona. I mean that with love because I frequently disagree with y'all. Either really? way, I, honest, I honestly think that the Legend show was probably limited on new characters from comics canon to put in the show. I agree with that. We said that yeah. I think last week during the... Uh, mm-hmm during the fake episodes that I have a feeling DC Universe streaming app was like, uh, screw you guys. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're, we want to use Animal Man and we want to use, like I get Animal Man would have been perfect. Dolphin even <laughs> from Aquaman stuff. If you wanted to introduce like under the sea world and you know, there's a thousand different things they could have done. Artemis would be great yeah. from Wonder Woman. Like there are a thousand different things they could have done. You know, a thousand different characters they could have pulled from. So I understand making Mona my... And if Mona stays the way she is right now, I might get on board with her. But up until now, she's she sucked. What what gets me, though, here is, Robert, like, you disagree with us on almost everything. How can that be? And what is it? you got to let us know, man. Retweet it. Send it back to us. We want to know. We Dude, I'd probably have you on the freaking show, man. We can go to town <laughs> on this. Yeah. <laughs> It's and I, I agree with you. Well, like I, I, seeing where she's going now, like this episode has changed my mind about her. Like the, the fact that she has, she's not this like ditzy kind of uh, just Gary turned to eleven, which is crazy. Like how do you turn Gary to eleven? You do. You call it Mona. But since, yeah. since they they they've turned that dial back down, I'm I'm kind of excited to see what they're going to do with her character now. Whereas previously, I was just like, okay, she's going to continue to be this you know naive, uh, uh, annoying, annoying mm-hmm. plot device thing that they're using to advance the plot. But like now. Yeah. I feel like they, they figured out what they want to do with her, and that's very important for a very well-rounded character. And I, I, think, that's, I think that's in her future, is, is to become a well-rounded character. So I'm excited to see what they're going to do. I'm in agreement. Yeah. Well, that's it there, brother. All right. Well, uh, thanks all for the feedback. Uh, always, As always, you can tweet us. Uh, well, I'm just going to do the outro of the show because this is all the content information that I was about to go over anyway. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm really <laughs> thankful for that. I thought I set you up for that. Well, yeah, no, you did. I screwed well, it up. Well, very professional broadcast, though. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, it looks like we're out of time. But if you want to keep in touch with us while we travel the time stream, here's how. You can follow the show on Twitter at Legends Talk TV. That's Legends Talk TV. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ring That Bell, spelled B E A L L. Uh, you can follow me at KyleCrosby89, and you can also listen to me on the Atomic Geekdom podcast. And you can follow me on Twitter at WR Benson and listen to me on the Planes Talkers Magic podcast. If 280 characters isn't enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at legendstvtalk at gmail.com. And as always, watch us live every week on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash legendstvtalk. And if you like this show, check out some of the other shows from the tvtalk.fm network with such shows as Flash, Supergirl, Batwoman, Star Wars, Tolkien, and more. While you're at it, check us out on iTunes and give us a review and we will read them on the show. And don't forget, you can download all of the TV Talk podcasts on the Satchel Podcast Player and Google Play and Stitcher. And special thanks to Charlie Bach for creating the music for our bumps. You can check out his other awesome stuff at soundcloud.com slash charliebach. And as always, 
You stay classy, you idiots. So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? <laughs>